This is Trek FM. Telling frequencies open, this is your Trek FM Hyperchannel for Friday, September 26th, 2014. I'm Christopher Jones, and I have one story and one guest for you today. The story is, of course, the one that's exploding all across the internet and social media. William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy possibly appearing in the next Star Trek film. And the guest is none other than our own Mike Schindler from our TOS show Standard Orbit and from Commentary Trek Stars. Hey, Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. So you and I were chatting about this story and we thought about doing it on the ready room, but then we thought, let's just do a hyper channel so we can just focus completely on these rumors about Orsi possibly wanting to reunite Shatner and Nimoy in the next Star Trek film. I'm curious to know what you think about it because I, I have a search column in Tweetbot that is hashtag Star Trek. And all this week, it's just flying by from fans, people who I think are probably not diehard Star Trek fans, but just know of Star Trek a bit. And of course, the general entertainment media. It's all about this story. And I'm wondering if I'm going to have to mute the keywords now. <laughs> it's quite possible. It, it does seem to be everywhere. I mean, even like at work, I... I uh... I went there and there was a guy and he's like, hey, you heard about this rumor? I'm like, yes, I heard about this rumor. I heard about it everywhere. Um, but it seems to have originated. Well, it doesn't seem to. It definitely originated at Badass Digest. Uh, Devin Faraci wrote an article about it. And uh, he, his track record is pretty good when it comes to scoops like this. And I think he has someone inside a bad robot because um, he's had a number of Star Wars scoops as well. So It's probably a badass robot. For yes. Badass Digest. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not saying that Shatner and Nimoy are going to be in the movie because, like, everyone has been saying, like, we're still a couple of years off and a lot can change. But I believe that this is accurate, that this story is accurate in terms of it being in the script. So you think it's actually in the script right now? It's not just an off-the-cuff comment that Orsi said somewhere that hey, I'd love to get the two of them together, maybe, if I could. No, I don't think so. I mean, if you look at the story, he says, I have learned that the script for Star Trek Three includes a scene that reteams Shatner and Nimoy on screen as Kirk and Spock for the first time in canon since 1991 Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Um, and then he also says that... Um, uh, unlike the cameo intended for 2009 Star Trek... This appearance is plot-driven and integral enough that it might just survive any future revisions. So Interesting. Yeah. So, But I would have to think that it's something that's not integral to the story because if they turn him down and it's important to the story, then they have to rewrite everything. That's possible. But then again, that's what they did with Star Trek 09 and, and Leonard Nimoy. Remember? They, they they didn't know whether or not he would want to do this, but they were like, you know what? We really hope he does, because if not, we're screwed. Um, so, I, I mean, I could see that. Then again, what is it that they could do? I mean, I know it's Star Trek, and there's a million possibilities, but mm -hmm. what could they possibly do? Well, the first thing that popped into my head, because I saw the story going by, and I personally, and this is something else we should talk about, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see William Shatner in this movie. I don't want to see Leonard Nimoy in the movie. I didn't want to see Leonard Nimoy in Into Darkness either. I love Leonard Nimoy, 
but they've set this up to be a new timeline in a new universe, so I don't want to see them keep bringing characters back. However, if they're going to do it, I was thinking, what could they possibly do that would make sense? And the first thing that popped into my head was that Shatner, as Prime Kirk, comes over to this universe to retrieve Prime Spock, which could possibly set up a storyline in which, they're not going to do this, but set up a storyline in which they're fixing what happened when Nero crossed over and they're restoring the timeline. Of course, they're not going to do that because then they wouldn't make any future movies with Pine and Quinto and these guys. But that's just what popped in my head. Prime Kirk comes over to rescue Prime Spock and take him home. Yeah, but Prime Kirk is dead. Well, but Kirk always finds a way to come back to life. I mean, I guess so. But then you've got to explain, first off, why Kirk is not dead. (laughs) And then why he's going to this other universe to grab Prime Spock. That's like two huge leaps, you know? I, I don't know. Well, that would be two huge leaps in a series of movies full of huge leaps, Mike. But those would be like <laughs> astronomical leaps. Like those would be. You mean like going leaps. from Earth to Kronos with a personal uh, transporter? Right. You would need like <laughs> 10 personal transporters in order to make each of those leaps. That's not happening. I don't know. I don't know. I So it would have to probably involve some sort of time travel because, yes, as you say, Prime Kirk is dead. So if you're going to bring Prime Kirk back. Now, maybe William Shatner is playing the Abrams vs. Kirk when he's much older? That could be. I mean, like, if they were saying, like, okay, this is this is the last movie, you know, I mean, trilogies are a thing now. Mm-hmm. It could very well be that they are the JJ-verse versions of these characters, and they're old, and they're, you know, reflecting on their adventures or whatever. I, I mean, that, that's a <laughs> They're in rocking but, chairs. Right. Telling you to, <laughs> you remember Space that time when that guy came through? Right. I mean, to me, like the thing that would seem to make sense is for it to be something like um, uh, they did. Do you ever see Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? I think so, but long it's time awesome. ago. Watch, yeah. watch it again if you haven't. But like that whole thing, it's, it takes place, you know, in the future is Batman Beyond. But the whole thing is the Joker's coming back. And in it, they tell the story of basically what happened to the Joker and Robin mm-hmm. back in the day. So there's like a flashback. So I could definitely see that being a thing. It's, it would actually be very similar to what happens in Into Darkness where he calls up, you know, Spock and says, hey, but, you know, that only it's like prime Spock is going to tell us a story that we've never heard before. Now, the problem with that, though, and I mean, this is something which no one, I mean, and maybe they'll ignore it. Maybe they can't ignore it. But almost as much time has passed since Star Trek VI as had passed in between Star Trek VI and the original series. You know, I mean, we don't think of them that way, really. But Spock and, and, and Kirk, or Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner, if you prefer, mm-hmm. are a lot older than they were when they made Star Trek VI, you know? And he died in in generations, so how are you going to pull that off? I don't know. It's tricky. But they also, it seems like it's just one scene, and it seems like it, or all he's saying it's integral to the plot. It's like these things, you know, how do they all mm-hmm. add up? I just, I cannot figure it out. 
I'm I'm trying to think because of the fact that Kirk is dead, he died in generations, but what's taking place, so he was alive up until the launch of the Enterprise B. Yeah, so that would be like three years after Generations, or after Star Trek Six, or something like that. And we also know that there was a shift in time when Spock came through to this alternate universe. But there that was wasn't a, until like after Nemesis. Right, right. But the fact that there was a shift in time, they could play with that so that there's another shift in time where Prime Kirk is entering from a point where he's still alive and then crossing over to this exact moment in the Abrams verse. And see, and you're smirking at me on the screen right now as I say that, and it's the same smirk that so many fans give when they think about the actual plot of the movies that we've already gotten. I guess so. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I mean, I could see this happening in a book, you know? Yeah. But in this movie, especially in, in a series which is designed to sort of fix the problems of this, you know, massive continuity in in Mm -hmm. the sense of like making it easy for someone who has no knowledge of it prior to this can understand. I mean, but here's the thing, you know, and, and the thing that we haven't really discussed. And I think probably the real reason behind them wanting this in the first place is it is the 50th anniversary. And while having a new movie in the 50th anniversary is, is a big deal in and of itself. Like I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter and everything where people are like, if all we get for the 50th anniversary is a movie in this stupid other timeline, then I don't even know what I'm going to do. You know, they've got to do something more than that. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, they, they could do a TV show, you know, which I still think is definitely a, a very strong possibility. Yeah, but I think it's quite possible too. I mean, in order to sort of pay service to the original continuity fans, I mean, having a reunion of Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner seems perfect. And I mean, they have done that in a sense with the other big anniversary movies. You know, the 25th anniversary was the final adventure. The 30th anniversary was, you know, looking at the origins of the Federation in a sense, you know. Mm -hmm. And here, you know, Spock and, and Kirk. And I mean, maybe maybe what, what you were saying about it being, you know, a flash forward after the movie. And it's like, we've made it through all these adventures and blah, 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 blah. Here we are. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I see what you're saying, but I don't think that bringing Shatner and Nimoy back to mark the 50th anniversary, if it's done in a film that takes place in an alternate timeline that is already disliked by so much of the real fan base that have been Trekkies for decades and decades now really makes that much of a difference. In fact, it I don't know, if you could do it in a way where it actually made sense for them to be there, maybe. But the discussion that we're having here, trying to figure out how you would make it work, I think highlights the fact that Anything, and I may be wrong, maybe Bob Orsi has a great idea, but I just feel like anything that they come up with is going to feel like a gimmick to shoehorn William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy into this story. That could be, you know, and I mean, certainly on the surface, it looks that way. But then again, 
I mean, I'm definitely willing to give these guys the benefit of the doubt because I've really liked what they've done so far. And every time that I've heard, you know, stuff like Leonard Nimoy is going to be in Star Trek 09 or or Leonard Nimoy is going to be in Star Trek Into Darkness. I've always thought, like, how is that going to work that I don't I don't understand how you could possibly make that work. And to me, I know that there are a lot of people who disagree with me, but to me, it totally worked. I mean, when he shows up in Into Darkness, like if you would have told me that scene, you know, uh-huh. so like this is what's going to happen, I would have been like, that's ridiculous. But then actually seeing it, I'm I, when I was sitting in the theater and he popped up on that screen, I was like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. I, like, I really? love that scene. And see, I, really I was the do. opposite. I rolled my eyes and I wanted to tweet about it. But but I couldn't on the, on because that you were spot. In the theater. Yeah. Well, I was in a screening room at Paramount, and yeah. the movie wasn't coming out for two more months, so I couldn't say anything. But I was like, no, because for me, that's what ruined the movie. N- not that alone, but that's the moment where the movie became ruined for me because I felt like I felt like they had half a story for Into Darkness, and then they didn't really know what to do with the rest of the story, so they had. Spock call up Prime Spock and then Prime Spock explains to the audience that what you're about to see has happened before. But I'm not going to tell you how to deal with it, but it's happened before and it's going to happen to you again with this guy named Khan. And there we go. And there goes a story. So I, I thought Nimoy in 2009, I thought that worked well, but that was to establish the split in the timeline. And then after that, I think that they really should chart their own territory and stop trying to bring in people from Star Trek's past. That I can definitely see. You know, I can understand wanting these to stand on their own. And since that was the the kind of point of this whole thing to begin with, you know, and and I I definitely understand that. And that's definitely sort of like the direction that I would go in if I were, Mm -hmm. you know, making these things. But there's another part of me which thinks like, Prime Spock is a part of this universe and to not utilize him just because of, uh, you know, kind of like a, um, a formal thing or something like that is kind of fake to me. You know, I like, I, I want him to be sort of a part of this larger tapestry because he is a part of it. I don't mm-hmm. want them to ignore him just to ignore him. Well, I'll give you that, but how does Shatner play into that? How that I can't Kirk figure out. That? Yeah, honestly, yeah. like unless they do a flash forward at the end where it's like, you know, 50 years later, which they could do. I mean, that would be weird. And, and you know, maybe that would be a good way for, uh, I mean, for, for the Prime Universe fans, you know, to be like, oh, look, they're done with it, you know? But well, see, now that would then everyone would cheer. Then everyone would say, "I'm so glad that Shatner and Nimoy were in this movie because now they've just told us that this is all over and we're going to go back to the prime universe." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't see that happen. I, so, I just it doesn't make any sense. And don't get me don't get me wrong. People who listen to the network have heard me talk about the Abrams verse enough to know that I don't hate the Abrams verse. I just if they're going to do it they need to do their own thing. And I think that they do a nice job with this timeline in the comics. I don't think they've done a great job with it on the screen. It's a really, really, really weird thing that they're trying to do. It's this Mm -hmm. extremely crazy balancing act. You know, if they were to just break away and be like, this is a a full-on reboot, 
then they could get away with so much more. But there, it's like mm-hmm. they're walking on on eggshells the it's whole like, time. I think they wanted to do that, and there's been so much resistance to it that they've allowed themselves to remain tethered to the other timeline. Yeah, which I, you know, I mean, props to them for that. I, you know, I mean, I think it's really cool that they were trying to to do that, and and it, it makes sense, but. They've they've really kind of painted themselves into a, a very very strange corner, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I think that they'll be able to get out of it. You know, I I don't know how this is going to work, but I'm excited to see how it'll work. Okay, two more things before we wrap this up here on TrekMovie.com, where Orsi has made some comments, and then they've also published a tweet from William Shatner commenting on this. They have a poll where they ask fans, they ask readers of Trek movie, do you want to see Shatner and Nimoy in the next Star Trek? 20% say no, I don't want to see either one of them. 2% want to see Shatner. 3% want to see Nimoy. But 75% say yes, I want to see both. And that's from 2,800 votes. Does that surprise you? Yeah, that surprises me a lot. If I were to guess, I'd say it would probably be flipped you know yeah that's what i think yeah flipped so that surprises me and i guess the other question is do you think shatner would do it the tweet that they have on trekmovie.com that william shatner sent out says let's talk star trek i don't know anything about the current gossip nobody has contacted me right now it's just rhetoric to cause hype which is what i feel is going on like it's hype and I'm actually tired of seeing all the tweets go by. because, And one reason is because it's being presented not like a rumor a lot of the time, but it's like Shatner and Nimoy are coming back in the next movie. Like it's something that's already been decided. But on the other hand, I always say anything that can generate buzz and excitement around Star Trek in the general media and the general public is a good thing. So that's kind of how I view it. But do you think William Shatner would actually do this? I totally think that he would do this. And if you look at all of the tweets that he's he's tweeted since that tweet, they've all been things like, um, Dearest Verified, please verify real Bob Orsi, because let's face it, you verified Brandon Braga and Bob isn't that bad yet. <laughs> you know? Um, and then things like... Uh, um, do I need to give him tweeting lessons? You know, uh, I mean, just he's like constantly interacting with... Roberto Orsi or whoever's managing Shatner's account is react is interacting with Roberto Orsi. I'm waiting for all the Instagrams of food and like enjoying a nice burger with Bob Orsi. I mean, he, <laughs> here, you know, like Shatner said, um, why does he call himself real Bob Orsi outside of Twitter? Do I need to give him tweeting lessons? And Orsi <laughs> says, I could use them. And Shatner says, anytime you want. You know, I mean, it's like... And then Orsi <laughs> says, all right, well, let's do it after we go over the script tomorrow. Exactly. No, that, that's not know? a real tweet, everyone, but <laughs> that's what should come next. But, I mean, I, I definitely think that Shatner is interested in this. I think that he's been waiting for this for a long time, and yeah. uh, maybe it's finally come. Well, we will see. Uh, if they can do it well, I'll be okay with it. I just don't want it to be a gimmick. I don't want them to just put them in the movie just so they can have cameos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and under normal circumstances, I would think that that's exactly what they're doing. But that 
story says that it's an integral scene, you know? What does that mean? How does that... I, it's, it's very strange. Uh, I think it's the rocking chair scenario that we have where they're, they're telling a story to each other. That could be. I guess we'll find out Reminiscing. in a couple of years. I yeah. guess so. <laughs> All right. Well, Mike, thanks for stopping by to talk about this today. Before you go, tell everyone where they can find you on the network. Uh, you can find me on uh, Commentary Trek Stars, uh, where we talk about s- stuff that people are doing outside of Star Trek. Uh, this week we've got, uh, today, we, we have uh, Larry Nemechek on the show to talk about Robert Wise's work on the motion picture. And you can also find me on Standard Orbit uh, with Drew, where we talk about the original series. All right. Well, those are our thoughts on the story about Shatner. I'm glad Mike dropped by today to talk about this with me, because um, as you see, we both have very different opinions on the JJ movies and as well as whether or not we want to see Shatner in the movies. So I'm curious to know what you guys think about it. Be sure to let me know. There are a lot of ways to get in touch with me. Of course, in social media, you can find the network at Trek FM. You can find me at C. Brian Jones, letter C and Brian with a Y. We also have a network page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Trek FM. And I'm there too at facebook.com slash C. Brian Jones. Another thing we have on Facebook, which is new since the last time we recorded a hyper channel, is our listeners discussion group that's called the Babel Conference. This is a closed group on Facebook, but it's open to all of our listeners We made it a closed group just so that we don't have everyone on Facebook wandering into it because it's a replacement for the forums that used to be on our website. And so I'd love for you to join. You can go over to Facebook and type the Babel Conference, B-A-B-E-L, into the search bar or go to the Trek FM website and click discussion on the menu bar. And those will both take you over there and just click join. That'll come to me and I will let you in. I'll do it right away if I see it, if I'm awake. And if it takes me like six hours or eight hours, it just means that it's in the middle of the night here in Japan and I'm asleep. But I'll definitely let you in. And I hope you'll come join in the conversation. We have a lot of activity over there. I'm actually surprised at how quickly the conversation has ramped up. And it's a really fun place. So come over there and let us know what you think about these rumors about Shatner and Nimoy and whether or not you want to see them in the next movie. Now, of course, we've had lots of new shows for you since the last time I published a hyper channel. I'm not going to run down all of them right now. But if you go to iTunes.com slash Trekafilm, that will take you to our artist section in the iTunes store. Or go to our website, trek.fm, and you'll see our master feed player right there, our SoundCloud player. You can also get the master feed in iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn and all these different places. And that contains every episode of every show that we do. And that includes the newest show on our network, Mission Log, a Roddenberry Star Trek podcast. We're really happy to have John and Ken here as part of the network now. So you can get all these shows in the master feed. And of course, we have individual feeds for every single show as well. If you want to send us email, you can also do that by going to our website and using the form that you'll find at trek.afilm slash contact. Choose to send to a show, choose hyperchannel, and that'll come to me by email. And if you want to send me a voicemail, which I would love, you can do that by going to speakpipe, that's the word speak and the word pipe, dot com slash trekafilm. There's also a widget for this in the left sidebar on the show page on the website. And you can record a message using your web camera or your smartphone or your tablet and upload it to me as an MP3 file right there from the page. 
One last thing to remind everyone of here as we close out is Patreon. We have a new home on Patreon and it's a way for you to support the network. If you love our shows, if you want to help us keep all of our different shows coming to you, we have 18 different shows on the network now. You can now do that on a month-to-month basis, which is something that a number of listeners have asked us about in the past. It's a lot like Kickstarter, but instead of supporting an individual project, it's a way for you to support creatives that you love on a monthly basis. So go check it out at patreon.com slash trekafilm. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekafilm. And you'll see some of the goals that we have right now, things that we need to use the money for, as well as milestone contribution levels and the perks that you get in exchange for those. And we have a lot of great perks. Of course, we have things like digital wallpapers, but we have other things like associate producer credits or a chance to sit in on the recordings of your favorite shows, a chance for you to be part of our content development group. We have a lot of ways for you not only to support the network, but to become involved in the network. I hope you'll go check it out. Patreon.com slash Trekafilm is the URL. And I really appreciate any support that you can give us here at Trekafilm. Well, thanks again to Mike for dropping by today. That's all the news that we have. I'll be back sometime soon with another Hyper Channel for you. And I hope you'll join me then. And until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.